So you Sweet. guys both have the right idea with the AirPods. I just have the giant cans on my head and I look weird. You do look weird. I was going to say that. <laughs> Ryan, you look like you're in witness protection. You're very out of focus. I know. Yeah, that's the... Uh, oh, I think, can we change my voice too? <laughs> Welcome to Birder, I Barely Know Her, the only birding podcast where both coasts are really currently digging Malibu by Miley Cyrus. I'm your host, Dewey Cassidy, along with my co-host, Jessica Cristiano. Was that true, by the way? Are you digging it or are you just... No, I haven't really thought about it since it came out in 2017. Yeah, I was going to say, so that's a a reoccurring thing with me and Jess is that I will tell her I'm really liking this song a lot, and then I'll reveal it to her, and it's like some pop song that she liked from like five years ago, and I'm talking to her as if it's a brand new song. It also happens that I tell you about a song that I know you'll like, and like six months ago, and then six months later, you're like, I really like this song, and I'm like, I know you would. We had a little bit of an argument in the car. Apparently, I'm not allowed to sneeze in front of you anymore. No, it's really loud. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, because you were saying that you've specifically trained yourself to have a very dainty sneeze. I grew up with parents who had very loud, demanding sneezes. And <laughs> What's a demanding so sneeze? Like it, it demand, needs your attention? It dema- yeah. yeah, it demands, I guess maybe commanding Okay. would be a better word, but um, uh, um, so I'm not going to do that. And it really, you know how I am with loud noises. It yeah. just really scares me sometimes. In your defense, I am going through a phase where I shout, oh my God, as I'm sneezing, which is fun for me, but not <laughs> for the people around me. And sneezing while driving is one of the scariest things you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your eyes have to be off. They're closed while you're yeah. driving. Horrifying. In no other scenario, is that okay? How's your week been? It's been good. I had a three-day week because yeah. layoffs and stuff. Ooh, not fun. Yeah. How was your week? That was great. I uh, went bowling with my improv team slash very good friends. Um, okay, I had a fun segue. Segue. Um, as you know, I had a very stressful like Tuesday, like a very rough emotional Tuesday. And uh, I came into the bowling thing with like a very weird energy. Like I was like really like stressed out and on edge. And then like I was sitting there getting ready to bowl. And I'm looking around and I'm surrounded by all my friends and suddenly Black Eyed Peas' I Got a Feeling" comes on the radio, and I'm like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> it's all going to work out. And it did. It was fun. I, I did really badly. Um, bowling places have weird animations, but this one in particular, for some reason, all their animations were Halloween-themed. But it wasn't a Halloween-themed bowling alley. I think they just haven't changed it since October. And so it was just, like, that skeletons and stuff. And then, like, some of them weren't even, like, bowling-related. Like, one time, like, I knocked down, like, three pins, and then, like, a little skeleton with witch hands for legs, like, came out, like, a little, like, skeleton head. Witch hands for legs? It was legs? a skull. It was, like, imagine a spider, but the body is a skull, and instead of legs, it has witch hands. And, like, it just came out and did a little dance. What's a witch hand? It's, like, a green, gross hand. It's, oh, like, the Hulk, but very okay. feminine. Okay. And pointy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we should we should bring on our guest. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm very nervous um, to have our guest on because normally he's paid to laugh at me, so I don't know if he's still going to laugh now that money's not involved. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, from Big Grande and the Man Dog Podcast, please welcome Ryan Rosenberg. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, Ryan. Thank you for being here on this beautiful Saturday. 
Of course. And I am counting the laughs and I'll just bill you at the end if Great. that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> give me your, give me your weekend rate, please. I know this is an extra day. Oh, it's uh, way higher. It's so much higher. You're not going to be used to it. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't, I'm unemployed. So Ryan's really, Ryan knows I'm unemployed and he's charging more because of that. It's a poor tax. Yes. And I'm nearly unemployed <laughs> except for Dewey pays me. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah. Yeah, how's it going? Good to have you on. It's going well. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, big fan of the podcast. It's recently new, so recently <laughs> discovered, but I'm I'm quickly becoming a big fan. And now, uh, when you yeah. say big fan, you mean big fan of the one video you saw on Instagram, correct? That's exactly right. Well, I saw a couple of the other videos. I, that video okay. led me to other videos, which was okay. uh, exciting. That's what the algorithm is designed to do. So yes, yes, totally. Wait. Um... For people who don't know why you would pay him to be friends with you, how do you guys know each other? Oh yes, so Ryan is uh, Ryan is my improv coach at the moment, so uh, mm-hmm. that's how we met. So uh, yeah, I suppose with no context, that sounded really super weird, and they were like, <laughs> "When are they gonna like fill us in on why this isn't truly disgusting?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a weird fetish thing called improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, you know. yeah. Now Ryan, you and I are not related, even though. My great-grandfather was born Uno Rosenberg. Really? Yes. That's but, uh, pretty interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, because um, Rosenberg was a common Swedish last name unrelated to... Because uh, yours is European Jewish, right? Yeah, I think uh, from Lithuanian what? descent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jess got a big woo for European Jewish. Jess is also... Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, back in the day, uh, Rosenberg was a Swedish name and my great-grandpa was Finnish, so... He took the Swedish, or he was born with a Swedish name, but then there was a wave of like Finnish nationalism, not a bad nationalism, like that turns into like genocide, but like a good one mm-hmm. that's like, let's break free from Russia. So yeah, so he changed it to Rilo, which is a more Finnish name. So my family is not Jewish, but a weird wrinkle is that that grandmother, the Rosenberg grandmother, we have an heirloom from her and it's a wooden menorah. Hmm. But like we put it out for Christmas. <laughs> Well, it's, it's the right time. It's the right time. But right. I asked my dad, I was like, why do we have this? He's like, I don't know. My mom had it. I don't know. Yeah. They must just be like from a city of roses or something, yeah. right? Like that's <laughs> yeah. their. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rosenberg. Very cool. Well, I love sharing that lineage. You know, I'm happy yeah. to do it and I appreciate you telling me about it. Of course. Um, so Ryan, typically we start by asking everybody's history with birds and or birding, but you and I share another relevant history. You also are into photography. So what is your history with photography, photographs, uh, other things that are of that nature? Yeah, I, th- I had a, um, you know, like a little uh, Canon digital elf camera when I was in high school, maybe like a little point and shoot that they, they came right, out. What's they a were digital like digital elf. There was just the model of the camera. They were really popular. They were like eight megapixels, okay. which was like a big deal at the time, you know. And yeah. uh, and so I that was the first thing I learned on. But then. I went to Long Beach State for, and I took their film and electronic arts program. I wouldn't call it yeah. a film school at all. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they do have a little program. And so I, I started there and wanted to be like a director of photography. So I got into like video camera film stuff. And then <clears throat> um, now I have a little Sony A6100 that I love to like yeah. learn on, but I'm I'm just kind of relearning. I put it down for a yeah. lot of years and now I'm learning to like actually use the manual mode and edit photos a little bit. And, yeah. you know, I took all those photos. We went and birded this morning. Yeah. 
I took a bunch of photos, and I'll tell you what, I got three good ones. Whoa! <laughs> of all the ones I took, I got three good ones, and I was editing them a little bit before this, and I'm like, hey, that was that's cool. That was more than I expected to get, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I'm excited to see those at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the point. you got to take as many as you can. Right. Because um, most of them are going to turn out to be garbage. Any photographer will tell you that. Yes. I, yes. I, I think my record one time is like, I went through like 1,200 photos and found maybe 10 I wanted to post. I was like, well, that's, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. Each of them is worth a thousand words. You know, that's kind of the point. It's a numbers game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I had a tiny little purple digital point and shoot camera. And one time I got a picture of a hummingbird, but the wings were like so blurry. And it's just, I was like so amazed that I even got the picture (laughs) of the hummingbird at all. Right. I was like, this is art. And now it's like. (laughs) How old were you? I must have been in like seventh or eighth grade. So. Oh. Yeah, it's funny when you're a little kid, art is so, it's so easy for you to, like, see something as beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, I took what I thought was, like, a really, like, artful photo of, like, a sign that was, like, no dog pooping. And I was like, what a commentary I've taken on this sign. I'm just like, it was like at a weird angle and I'd, like, up the saturation and stuff. Right, right, right. I was like, this is art. This is crazy. That's really funny. I was just taking a bunch of pictures of my nieces. Uh, I took my camera down to my sister's house. They have little scooters that my sister, for some reason, lets them ride around the house. Like, they have hardwood floors. Inside? Yeah, and they they just have a couple stretches that are, like, long, long stretches that are, like, kind of okay for scooters. Anyways. Uh, Is that how the house is advertised by the realtor, by the way? It's like, now these, like, the bathroom's great. These hallways, great for scooters. Feel free. Great for two screaming girls on scooters. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but I took like a sloppy accidental picture where like it was really blurry as she yeah. went past and she was like, whoa, cool. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So then we spent like an hour taking like purposefully blurred <laughs> photos so that they could look fast, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's so funny what kids get excited by. Yeah. Uh, it was exciting for me though, too. It was like a good little exercise. I was like, how would I do that? What F stop yeah. do I need? To, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. It's it's fun how much of like art and like creativity is like comes from accidents. Yeah, like, we'll just, just messing around. See how around. that turns into something beautiful. Which totally. uh, sorry, studios AI could never do. So nope, nope. And if, it's just okay. a sloppy copy. We've all seen multiplicity. Yeah. Okay, we don't yeah. want a world full of multiplicity. Yeah, we've all we've all seen seen that. Have before. we all seen that? No, I guess I'm just dated myself as being way too old. It's a Michael Keaton movie where um, some... And that's Batman? Yes, that's early Batman. And he somehow clones himself mm-hmm. so that he can like be more productive and like, I can't keep up with my family and my work or, or something like that. And and so the first clone is like a pretty good match, you know, but he's kind of yeah. like a, a tougher version of him, like a badass or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, what if we had even one more clone? Yeah. And then they clone him again and he turns into like another horrible one. And then there's a fourth clone and he's basically like barely a human. It's just it's very strange. Wait, so when he made the clone because he didn't have time for like family and work, what did he make the clone do and then what did he choose to do? You know, I don't remember. I think like, yeah, one of them is working. One of them is like, you go on a date with the wife tonight. And then like, (laughs) and then it happens where like the third clone is kind of like a badass version, like a leather jacket version. He's like, hey, hey, like, don't fuck my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarity ensues, basically. Um, So you've not listened to many episodes, but we do spend a lot of time recapping various movie plots. So I'm glad that we got into this early. (laughs) Good, uh, good. Yeah, a lot of 2000 sex comedies we've really gone deep on. So, mm, like, what? What's your favorite 2000 sex comedy? Ooh, but we don't really have a favorite. We just 
keep they keep coming up but i watched yeah. euro sex drive Tra- keeps coming up sex, sex drive, drive. I, that's a funny movie sex drive which i described in detail on a previous episode without realizing that i was actually describing road trip uh <laughs> which similar similar vibes but sure yeah. yeah right i watched euro trip a lot in high school that was a big one for me mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it seems i'm sure it does not hold up if i watched it but it was funny at the time Eurotrip is weird. It almost, yeah, it's like an off-brand movie, you know, because it's yeah. like <laughs> it's like road trip, but Eurotrip, but none of the characters are yeah. the same, and they're not famous people, but they're funny. It's it's yeah. strange. <laughs> Great banger and a cameo from Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. So Matt Damon playing the lead singer of the band that sings "Scotty Doesn't Know." That's right. Which is like, such a weird. Oh, cameo. I know that. Yeah, we all know Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, that's yeah, like well, a. That's... I feel like that movie is a lot funnier than it is known. Yeah. It's like kind of niche and weird, but it's kind of yeah. funny. Again, there's a very funny scene I described last time where there's a priest in the Vatican giving confession and then a woman's ass presses against it. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. You there's don't have to a... work that hard, folks. Comedy's very easy. Yeah, there's a street fight between a like a Silverman robot and a guy in line, yeah. and that's a fun... He, he fights as a robot. It's pretty funny. Yeah, good movie. Well, um, when we eventually have enough people for a Patreon, just watch, let's watch Euro Trip every episode. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Smart. Is that Euro Trip or Road Trip? I think that was Euro Trip. That's Euro Trip, I, oh, yeah. I thought we were talking about they're all the same. I know. Now I'm gonna be honest, I have not seen Road Trip. I just read the back of the DVD cover once, so that's how mm-hmm. I know the plot, but uh Oh. Yeah, I Road still... Trip a little older. Yeah. Yeah. But Jess I used is pretty to watch familiar sex with Sex Drive, Drive a lot. Yeah, but I can't remember anything about it, and then you described it, but you were describing a different yeah, Maybe. I was describing road trip. So you. I still, to this day, don't know what Sex Drive is about. <laughs> sex Drive has, like, Clark Duke, right? And yeah. the glasses guy. And yeah, Man, what is it about? Know. Yeah, Clark Duke gives me the vibes of either a really cool guy or a huge creep. I can't figure out which. I don't know I if you've met him. But... No, I never have. I feel the same. Okay. If, and it feels like he started playing really mean characters, too. So yeah, it's like, like his, wait, yeah. is this against type or is this accidentally just your type? You know what I mean? I think it's just like the, the inherent comic contradiction of like guy who looks like a nerd is actually an asshole. And then, like, right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 He seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's Ryan's history with uh, <laughs> videography and uh, yeah, yeah. cameras and stuff, you know. Um, but Ryan, what's your history with birds and or birding? My history with birds, I would say I don't have, I don't really have a specific history with birds or birding. I've never really birded before. Um, and I think it's something that I always saw as like, uh, and this is a big, no offense, uh, as like an old person <laughs> thing, oh, yeah. you know, the big, they, they kind of dress funny. There's such an archetype of a bird watcher, you know? Well, you saw me today dressed kind of funny. Yes, you came yeah, with the hat, and that. it felt like, okay, I'm with an official birder. This yeah. guy has the gear. <laughs> he's got everything. Yeah. Uh, so, But I, as I get older, I'm like, oh, I love – I'm totally into it. I, I think it's such a cool thing to do of, like, go outside, be in nature, and uh, just look at it. It's great. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a blast, but it is an objectively very nerdy-looking hobby. Um, just right. watching an adult man like me running across a field because I thought I heard a bluebird. and then <laughs> It's almost like cooking for me where it's like, am I going to really get up and do my whole day just for birding? Yeah. But then you do it and you're like, whoa, this was really enjoyable. Maybe all yeah. I need is cooking and birding and I don't need to watch a never, another Marvel movie ever again. You know, that's the, yeah, that's the big problem. Kids today would rather watch a Marvel movie than go out and look at a hummingbird. The, yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> How uh, long have you guys been birding? 
So I've been birding for about uh, a year and a half at this point. I started in January 2022. Hmm. And then Jess... Um, I guess about the same, but I have much less knowledge now than yeah, I did. Yeah, Jess kind of just likes being outside. <laughs> yeah. I go for the walks, but um, I've picked up a little bit about birds along the way. Not as yeah. much as Dewey. Yeah, she knows they fly now, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at first you thought their huge. whole thing was walking and just sort of <laughs> sitting around. Yeah. yeah, I was like, they got to figure out a better way because they're not very fast when they're walking. Except <laughs> right. unless you're a quail. And those robins today were kind of quick. Because um, when I first told yeah. you we were going bird watching, Jess, you were like, we're going to watch a bunch of British women. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why are you calling them that? That's, yeah. That seems like outdated. Maybe it's you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great sketch, though, next? of <laughs> bird watchers from America going to England in their like regular bird watcher gear, but they're just looking at people in binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something about getting a boner in that outfit's really upsetting to think about. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw me in my hat, but we've seen birders that go full decked out in like the camo. They wear like waders. There's like uh, right. We were out a couple weeks ago, and there were people in full out camo trying to see some Orioles, which was a lot of fun. Wow, what's the camo? Is it like uh, tree leaf, or is it like army camo? Well, I think it's just like up. it looks like army camo, if I recall correctly, Joss. Yeah, I think it was somewhere in between. Yeah those yeah but, uh, it's kind of hard to much. remember yeah we should have taken a picture of them yeah we should have taken a picture without their consent put it on the instagram and then you know let people weigh in yeah it like and then pull a prank on them yeah. right idiots shouldn't have had yeah. a hobby because <laughs> yeah ryan did you grow up more in the city or the suburbs down in long beach um it was pretty suburban like or okay, i yeah. i was born in long beach and grew up in a suburb outside sacramento um it was a, it was a very small place when i moved there and was sort of rapidly growing so to me it felt like it was a not quite a small town it was more like suburban yeah. we had like the best buy and the what you know all that stuff right yeah. there but um but yeah it was a small town we had a creek right by my house that was like the naturey thing you could like go to the park and then walk down the hill i was like maybe 4 or 5 so like most of my, yeah. Um, and when you go birding, sorry, I have questions about oh, no. your guys' birding Please, habits. ask any questions you want to. What is the best gear? What do you like need? You were using your phone for Ooh. like stuff, but what is like the birding kit? If you were to say like, what do people use? That's interesting. So it depends on what your goal is. There's bird watchers and there's photographers, or sorry, birders or photographers. So I do more of the photography side. That's the fun of it for me is getting that photo. So you want to have a nice camera with like a decent enough lens, like um, mm-hmm. anything longer than probably 150 or 200, because otherwise you can't you can't get a good um, view of a lot of the birds. They don't like to be that close to people. Um, so you definitely want one of those cameras. Um, what I bring along on my little phone, I have a couple apps. I have the Audubon app. That's just a fun little guide. Some people use eBird instead, but they're essentially giving you the same thing, which is a little database of bird information. So you can go in and like, oh, I saw a robin, let me look up some robin facts. Or ahead of time, there's a little map where you can check where birds have been spotted in certain areas and go, oh, I want to go to this spot, I want to see some morning doves, etc., etc. The other app I have is called Merlin, which comes from the University of Cornell up in New York State. Um, They're a very big ag college and a very big bird college, which is an interesting combination. Um, But they have a little app called Merlin where you just literally 
listen to bird songs through the app and it tells you what birds it's picked up and detected, which I think is really cool. So that's super helpful for somebody like me who can recognize that they've heard a bird song before but cannot tell you what bird it is. So it's nice to have that like, oh, what am I hearing? What do I need to be on the lookout for? Um, Cause that's sort of how we saw a lot of the birds we saw today is I heard them, then we would stop and look and try to catch that guy. Hmm. Um, and then if you're somebody like me who is so pale that you reflect the sun, um, definitely bring some sunscreen, a little sun hat, and um, some protective clothing. But, you know, to each their own, you're going to be walking a lot, so bring some walking shoes, um, bring some snacks maybe if you want a snack. And Jess, what about you? What is in your kit that's, like, necessary? I usually bring my water and a mm-hmm. snack. That's what I was going to say. A to snack, keep track maybe. Of the, the birds. Yeah. Yeah, I also tend to – I'm not a breakfast person in the way that I, like, wake up and I'm hungry for breakfast. But mm-hmm. once we start walking, I get really hungry and really cranky. Really fast. <laughs> right. And a coffee. And I yeah. need a coffee. Yeah. Nice. Okay, um, good. But I, yeah, I'm not really taking the pictures. Uh, but I guess binoculars would be good. Um, but we did go birding today, as we noted. Uh, thanks to Ryan, we went to the Huntington Gardens. Um, so, Jess, why don't you go ahead and read off the list of birds we saw today? California towies, song sparrows, red whisker, bulbos. Bulbul. 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 It's a dumb name, but yes, red whiskered okay. bulbul. Take it back. You're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> yes. Red whiskered bulbul. Bul. One more time. You just say bull twice. Bulbul. Yeah, it's like a it's like a baby pointing at a bull. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. This is taking this is taking forever. Red whiskered bulbul. Eurasian collar doves. Anna's hummingbird. Alan's hummingbird. Red shoulder hawk. Uh, some robins, house finches, a nettles woodpecker, some crows, and we heard an acorn woodpecker. Yeah. But couldn't see it. Now that seems like a lot to me. Is that pretty typical on a birding outing? Um, it's actually not a ton for us. Usually we see quite a few more. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, especially at... Oh, whoops. I'll have to bleep that again. Uh, especially at uh, that, that one spot I mentioned before. Um, we pleased to get pretty inundated immediately. Um, as Jess likes to say, they're coming at us. But uh, I think this place yeah. is pretty, yeah, this place was a little crowded and there wasn't a ton, there's a ton of space in between the trees and stuff. So obviously it's not super conducive for a lot of birds, but plenty of beautiful songbirds today. So um, what do we think? We saw the red, bris- red whiskered bulbul, which is a first on the podcast and the first for me in terms of getting a good photo. Ryan, what'd you think about that guy? Gorgeous. What a elegant looking bird. We looks like he's got his hair gelled up and, uh, <laughs> you know, he looks like he's really sort of... Um, Showing off his look. Yeah, he looks really weird. Uh, it looks like he has like a little chin strap, that pompadour, as we say. Um, so the name comes from, the Latin name comes from Mary, like the, the word Mary. Um, the Latin word being Ioculus, meaning joke. Because he kind of looks like a little clown with his dumb little rosy cheeks and the little <laughs> chin strap. Um, yeah, I was going to say he reminded me of Conan O'Brien, like mostly just because <laughs> of the like tall hair or whatever. But I was like, yeah. he's got something funny going on to me. Yeah, no, that was really it was a really lot of fun to see that guy. Um, so they're an, an introduced species. They're invasive and they're technically in L.A., but I really have only seen them in that area. So there's that. The Arboretum is nearby. I've seen a couple there, but it was really cool to see them there because there were a ton there. It was like where they sort of like had sort of established their population, which was cool. Are they more of like a, a lowland bird, a mountain bird? Are they like on tall trees? Where do they normally live? So they like trees. They like to do similar to what we saw with the towhee, which we'll talk about again in a little bit. Um, they like to sort of 
perch on those trees very conspicuously, very obviously, and they, like call out for mates and stuff. So they're they're tree birds, mm-hmm. um, but they like they like make a they make a home in like urban gardens and stuff too. So it's cool. a little bit of both, sort of like a tree bird that has found um, sort of use in living with humans. <laughs> um, so in terms of food that they eat, they're a frugivore. Any guesses on what that means? So not an herbivore, a carnivore, but a frugivore. I'm guessing that means bugs, but I don't know. I'm Jess, thinking, what do you think? I'm thinking frugal. I'm thinking they steal from other other birds. Okay. Oh, that's a good guess. Interesting. Interesting to you that frugal means stealing <laughs> instead of just being cheap. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the less you're spending on food, mm-hmm. that's kind of frugal. Okay, that's fair. That's why a lot okay, of birds... Okay, they only shop it. at... Yeah. They only shop at um, the ninety-nine cent store for food. Yeah, did yeah, you guys have love tall trees and the grocery outlet bargain market? <laughs> yeah, there was a place near me growing up called McFrugals that was like a place for cheap <laughs> stuff. Um, McFrugals like McDonald's? No. Yeah, but M A C I think McFrugals, and it oh, was just okay. like a secondhand, like a big lots or a. I think. What did it? Was it like clothes? Was it like toys? What they have there? I think it was like a, almost like a secondhand store, like not quite a 99 cent store, but like a liquidation place, you know, where they like get stuff from other places. Like it would have like old lawn furniture or like stuff that seemed good, but didn't really have a brand, you know, like stuff that was just sort of Mm -hmm. like generic or whatever. Um, But I used to go in there and get cheap shit all the time. It was great. (laughs) I love cheap shit. Yeah. I didn't know the name growing up, but we had a store like that. And my favorite thing is they had like for like a dollar or two, you can get like a plastic bag full of toys, like various toys that had been like donated or whatever, which was always a lot of fun. Right. For me. Like a grab Except bag. Mom, they like put it together. Yeah. It was like, you know, like when you go to like um, a crab feed place and they like give you like the, <laughs> the, the bag full of seafood. It's, it was mm-hmm. like that, but toys instead. <laughs> um, except my mom would insist that we wash them in hot water before I'm allowed to touch any of them. <laughs> really Probably funny. smart. Probably smart. Probably yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, same as I don't know if you guys ever went to like a pediatrician that had like toys in the waiting room. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any yeah. fun waiting room toys? Do you remember growing up? My dentist had the, a really the... yes those. Oh yes, yeah. no the little beads, right? The like roller coaster yeah, beads. Yeah, the one on the beads on the little roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like Those a 3D awesome. maze, kind of. I mean, not a maze, because it all is only on the wire, but yeah, it looks like a maze. <laughs> it's a maze if you're stupid. It's a, yeah. <laughs> so it was an awesome maze for me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your parents, the doctor's like, yeah, so we're a little concerned about Ryan. Um, he identified this as a maze. <laughs> his teeth look great, but his brain is shot. He's just, he's got no good brain. <laughs> yeah, you know you're in a bad shape if the dentist is commenting on your intelligence. He's not right. even supposed to care about that. I had a, one of my doctors growing up had a um, had a Godzilla toy, which was a lot of fun. Oh wow! But, uh, my mom insisted I wash my hands when I was done playing with it, which I guess makes sense. If you're in the doctor's office, that means yeah. that you're around sick children. But uh, yeah, my Is dentist that just a oh go ahead a sorry it was guy. literally just a big Godzilla. He was like yay mm. yay high. I can't fit it in the. <laughs> Uh, that big, a, huh? This is yeah. He's this big. Uh, <laughs> he came and fit on the screen. Came fit on the screen. He was huge. He was the size of regular Godzilla. It was an outdoor dentist. Uh, it was great. <laughs> this yeah. dentist was scared all the time. <laughs> Halfway um, through, anyway. like me going to see him, my dentist got little T 
TVs with VCRs put in every room so you could like watch a movie or whatever. And then he would let you, and he just had like a ton of VHSs, like, like a big library. And I always remember watching, well, I can't say movies because they'll be way too old for you guys. Never mind. That's no, well, hold on. I think you're around (laughs) the same age as my siblings. I'll remember, I'll remember what you're talking about. I used to watch this weird movie, Bird on a Wire. Which is like an old Mel Gibson movie. It is yeah, I was not. Say, that sounds like an adult movie. <laughs> <laughs> it kind. My I favorite mean, it's movie not... was The Crucible when I was five. <laughs> yeah. I loved Pearl Harbor. <laughs> right, Pearl Harbor is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the what was Man on a Wire about? Bird on a Wire. I have no idea. It's just like some adventure movie. And I remember that like Mel Gibson and maybe like Goldie Hawn or you know someone with like big hair in the late eighties okay. or nineties end up like running away from the bad guy and they run into like a it's either like an amusement park or something or like some big warehouse or whatever but there's just a great big set piece like chasing that as a kid I was like I want to watch that crazy part of that movie and I probably had like (laughs) no idea what the rest of the movie is about you know yeah that's so funny I remember as a kid like there are some movies I would watch just because I want to see one sequence yes yes like when I remember like the as we talked about yesterday Jess that aristocrat scene with the uh where they dip the the cracker in that milk was really cool yeah a lot of fun I really like the the paint scene in that one oh the paint yeah with it covered in the paint yeah that's fun yeah anyway back to dentists did your guys's dentist use gloves growing up Mm, mm mm-hmm yeah I'm pretty sure they're supposed to. <laughs> My orthodontist would go in barehanded. Ew. That's crazy. <laughs> I just remember the distinct feeling being so different than like the when the assistant would like come in with her gloves and like the dentist would come in like he's making a pizza. Like he'd rub his yeah. hands together and was like, all right, <laughs> let's go in. <laughs> There's flour oh all over God. your mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> That's he's like in a hurry. He's like, let's get out of here. Right. And I would also feel like, am I going to like bite your finger, like break the skin? Like you need a protective (laughs) thing. Yeah. That's the fun of the gloves. I can, I can bite as many fingers as I want if that dental hygienist is coming in with a glove, but (laughs) they're handed, man. I don't want a nail in here. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, Ew, I didn't. That's really I gross. thought nothing of that growing up, and now I'm like, what the fuck? That's not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to do that. He also shouldn't have been wearing shorts. He shouldn't yeah. have been like wearing a tank top. What did we go to a hygienist? What yeah. was this? Yeah, I was just gonna say my dentist and orthodontist also like. We they didn't have TVs, and then one day they did have TVs, but like right above your head, so you <laughs> could watch. Everyone could watch their own movie mm-hmm. while oh. you. They were like changing out your braces colors um that was that blew my mind and that's the first time you saw road trip right they put on road trip for you at the orthodontist (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it was always like finding nemo because it was a dentist office Mm. oh oh right there's a dentist in the movie oh i didn't even think about that yeah i just thought all dentists like fish (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess it's like a calming vibe to have in the dentist's office Mm mm-hmm my dentist did not have a fish tank, but all of his um, his decor was tiger themed, and it was like jungle like plants, and then like just beautiful paintings of tigers everywhere. Interesting. <laughs> Which really giving you a painting of this guy. He's a uh, does not use gloves. He's got tigers everywhere. Did you see him at his house? Sounds like it's his house. Yeah, <laughs> in his backyard. He made a cocktail. <laughs> this wait. This plus the the toys conversation from earlier yeah um my dentist as a kid 
in the waiting room, instead of like normal toys, they had um, like disconnected keyboards and phones. You could pretend you were the receptionist. <laughs> but they weren't like toy phones. They were like real disconnected. No, they were real disconnected. Um, and McKenna and I were really into, uh, what was, what's the movie? Um, with the blue guy. Big Fat oh, Liar. Oh, Big Fat Liar. And, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember the, you telling me about this. And in the in the movie, the receptionist goes, Marty, well, pictures, please hold. So we would sit in the <laughs> waiting room for like as long as it took, which was usually like 10 or 20 minutes. And just be type, 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 pick up the phone. Do it again. Over Marty Wolf pictures. Over. That's awesome. I love this dentist who's like stopping his wife at the garage to say like, no, 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 don't throw those out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can use this. Right. Don't throw out the 10 keyboards we have. We don't need to buy toys. Really funny. What could a kid want? We got garbage. Who cares? Yeah, they're going to be looking at the receptionist. They're going to want to copy yeah. the receptionist. Uh, anyway. Back to frugivores after that, uh, honestly, yes. pretty short tangent, given our standards. Uh, <laughs> so, Ryan, you guessed bugs, and Jess, you guessed stealing. It means that they eat fruit, or as Wikipedia put it, fruit or succulent fruit-like produce. Like fruit, fruit on a cactus? Sort of. It was like stuff like that, but also they, they categorize that as like nuts and stuff, which I don't want to mm. think about somebody's succulent nuts. Maybe uh, it's like stuff they- that is... Not doesn't technically fruit because it doesn't seed or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking up now. So it's roots, shoots, nuts, and seeds, uh, which feels like a flavor for a weird trail mix you'd see at like Seven Eleven or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a nice little yeah. rhyming scheme too. Roots. Yeah. Roots, roots shoots, shoots, nuts, and, nuts seeds. and seeds. Yeah, I like that. That's a photo of an orangutan. Sorry, I'm not going to just describe a Wikipedia page <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> There's a photo of a monkey on here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you click that link, it'll take you to a page about Some of the links are blue, some of them are purple. <laughs> I'm not telling you the purple ones because that'll reflect poorly on me as a person. Uh Jess, what do you think about the bowl bowl? I don't know if I got a really good look at it, but I also I did like his hair and it's fun to see one that I haven't seen before. That's what you said when you met me, right? You like his hair, it's fun yeah. to see one I haven't seen before. <laughs> <laughs> you did have crazy hair back then. I thought I had normal. No, it was hair. normal. What? <laughs> What's All right, well, the thank truth you for here? coming on, Ryan. Uh, I think your hair was like, I think it was slightly more spiked. It no. was spiked. Okay, first of all, it was not I don't spiked. Think it, I didn't think it was crazy. I was just being a little dramatic there. Uh, Ryan, Perfect. I've been previously compared, I don't know if you've seen Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> yes. I've been unfavorably compared to the protagonist to meet the Robinsons in some occasions. The little inventor kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, you I have don't that think energy. it's unfavorable. Meet the Robinsons, underrated movie. Underrated It's movie. pretty good. I know, it's a good movie. Great moral of like the, the evil guy is just a sad kid who never sort of grew up and needed yeah. love or whatever. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, Poor sorry. Kid. Yeah. I hope Goob turns out okay now that they fixed the timeline. <laughs> Gloob, is that his yeah. name? Goob. 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 <laughs> yeah. Really good. Yeah. Because yeah. Je- Jess, you and I were kind of like Goob and uh, and uh, what's his fucking face for a little bit. I was hyper. <laughs> I had the silly face? hair and then you were sleepy. What's his name? Will? It's something stupid. Or like Marty? It's not Marty. That mm. is... <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Um. Oh, it's going to bother me. It's uh, Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> Never we would have guessed we that. We were way off, yeah. yeah. Or Lewis, Lewis. No, it's Lewis, sorry. Lou. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah, the, we kind of still are to this day. Yeah. Uh, the villain in that movie is called Bowler Hat Guy, which feels like a sleep paralysis demon name. <laughs> which is something you'd see at the he... edge of your bed. Right, right. And his whole thing was that he didn't get enough sleep, and that's why he turned that way. That's how you get sleep paralysis. Which is <sighs> what's going to happen, what happens to me sometimes when I can't sleep. Yeah. You turn into turn a villain? Into a... Yeah. Yeah, she's always putting hats on stuff. <laughs> she can't sleep. <laughs> Always inventing. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the red whiskered bowl bowl before we move on? It did seem like one of the <clears throat> alpha birds, and I don't know where I got that thing from, but it, a lot of the other birds seem kind of smaller and a little bit more like they were trying to be hidden. This bird seemed like yeah. pretty loud and proud, wanted to be seen, wanted to be sort of the cool guy. Yeah, he was or maybe I'm projecting, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is actually the first time we've spoken all day. Ryan has been talking the whole time. Uh, so <laughs> I've been telling them about birds completely wrong over yeah. and over and over. <laughs> he's making up birds. He's, you know, at some point he talked about that lizards is like a they were turtle birds. bird. It's a turtle <laughs> bird up there. <laughs> Kept following this man around, being like, "That is a parrot." So not true. So we got some good looks at those hummingbirds. What do you think about the Annas and Allens hummingbirds? Those were nice. I got a good picture of one of those. And I was wondering, I wondered if they were discovered at the same time, like by <laughs> Anna and Alan, yeah. you know, or, or what the deal was, how they got their names. But I love hummingbirds. They feel so um, controlled and, and they feel like a beautiful part of nature, how they can just hover and like, they feel yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Hummingbirds, whenever I see them, it almost feels like they've chosen me in some way. Cause like they're constantly moving and like grooving and going all about. And it's so beautiful when they'll like stop in front of you to like hit up some nectar or like sniff totally. around on a tree or something. Um, so totally. we talked about the hummingbird tongues. Um, so hummingbirds have incredibly long. Let me see if I can find one for you. It's like um, a giraffe so tongue, a but for a tongue? bird, right? Yeah, it's even longer. Let me try to find one. <coughs> what are you going to Excuse me. We can do with it. What? What do you mean what I'm going to do with it? Just gonna, oh are my God, this one's horrifying. Are you going to screen share? Yeah, I'm going to screen share. Oh, okay. Oh, you got a problem with that? No, I was... You think I'm being unprofessional on my own podcast? I was confused. You hate me. You could prank someone and be like, I'm going to show you this picture of a bird, and then you pull up something devastating. <laughs> I mean, in a way, <laughs> this kind of... Oh, like, wow. So, yeah, so this is the way that it lives in its skull. This is how long it is. <gasps> it, like, wraps up? Yeah, it's, like, underneath the eye. And then it that goes... That could go very wrong, no? Yeah. Yeah, what if you lick your brain by mistake? I mean, I guess it makes sense. Their whole evolution is like, this is how I eat. Yeah. But it's, and I, oh, that is disturbing though. Look at the one where his mouth is closed, but the tongue is still out like what looks like a foot. Yeah. It's like an it's inch, a, I guess, but. It's so funny that it's this long and weird and horrifying on such a beautiful bird. Yeah, um, we keep finding that a lot. Where like some of the most beautiful birds have like the most dark or disgusting like background to them. Right. Um, we talked about gaping last episode. So here we can sort of see an action going to lick up that pollen, mm-hmm. which or that nectar or whatever, which is uh, real gross. Okay, we can stop. Oh, here's an anna's humber, which What we saw today, so you can see that gross little tongue. Uh huh. Yeah, we uh, saw sort of the orange one, right? That's anna's. So we saw two. We saw the green one and the orange one. So okay. this is the greener one. That was the first one we saw. So you can see what I was talking about. Those um, 
these sort of scales on the front of its head, they glow sort of rosy on the male in a certain light. So you can sort of see that rosy um, pink color. The Allens is the one we saw later. It's the more orangey guy. So he's got a little green yes. on him, but primarily he's orange. You can see that his scales glow orange. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys, also they do this really cool thing with their tails where they sort of fan them out like sort of the rays of a sun or a lion's mane, hmm. which I've got a really cool photo of from below before. Um, but again, hummingbirds are just beautiful guys. Beautiful guys. They're so cute. They are so they seem great. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Jess, what do you think about the hummingbirds do- we saw today? Super cute. Yeah. Um, do we know why they have to be so small? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you do know, know why? why they, how how they got so small? Um, I don't know specifically, but typically when animals are a certain size, it's because of evolution. So I imagine there was some sort of advantage. Um, maybe because yeah. they move so fast, it's better to be small because it's less pollen they have to eat to keep up the energy mm-hmm. use. But that's a good. And they got to stick their whole what was, what's their the whole head kind of goes into the flower. Yeah. And that's probably helpful too. That's why they got the long it's nose, true. sort of get that get that pollen. But right. Okay. Case closed. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Any other thoughts on the uh, Allen's hummingbird? God, just a beautiful animal. Yeah. We are lucky. So yeah. in LA, we're lucky that we are pretty hummingbird heavy. I am lucky enough to have a window right by my house. I see them all the time. Um, so if you go to any park in LA, you're going to see hummingbirds most likely. What is uh, it? Anywhere that there's like fresh flowers, kind of? Is that yeah. there? As long as there's something for them to eat, they'll be there. So, because like some birds we know like like to live near the water and stuff, but hummingbirds, they'll just anywhere they can get that nectar, they'll go for it. Right. Um, So, how long does? Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. How long does a hummingbird live? What's their life cycle? Ooh, let's find out. That's a good question. Lifespan: eight point five years. Wow. That's longer than I would have thought, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm going to see if I can find out the oldest one, because that doesn't mean they, like, die at eight and a half. It just means at some point, mm-hmm. that's, like, when they're most average, like, eaten or, like, killed for other reasons. Right. So let's see what the oldest on record is. How do they track that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I looked. Apparently, the oldest one was eight years and two months, which is less than what I just said. <laughs> so maybe they Less do than the average. That. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. just live that long. I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're just guessing for the rest. So we also got a good look at the Nuttles woodpecker. What do you think about that woodpecker we saw at the end, Ryan? Where was the woodpecker? The woodpecker was... That was the little black and white guy on the palms by that couple we were bothering. Yes, right, right, right. Well, they were interested. They they, they were oh, clearly were started listening to your details and looked up and were sort of like, oh, okay. cool. I think they were like, yeah. cool. In my mind, they were dozen. like having a breakup or something that we interrupted. So. Why yeah, did they was... break up there? I don't, I mean, obviously not on purpose. I don't think they went there to break up, but I, I didn't right. like the vibes I was getting from them. Have you guys ever interrupted a breakup? I don't think so. Have you? Have you walked in on one or I something? Would do that. Yeah. So my friends and I were hanging out in high school and uh, my buddy and his cousin shared a locker because his cousin transferred to the school late, so he just didn't have one. <laughs> um, and that certain friend um, was really bad about, the cousin was really bad about organizing the locker. So my friend walked up, opened his locker, and, and saw that it was just like a complete mess and books were everywhere. And he's like, fuck. And he looked over and he saw his cousin talking to his cousin's girlfriend, like having this, like a normal conversation like on the bench. And he's like, get over here right now and clean this locker. I'm doing something. He's like, no, come over right now. Clean this locker. So then 
just like hunches over and like Charlie Brown walks over and cleans the locker and sits back down. And then we're walking away and the girl's friend goes up and she's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, getting lunch. She's like, no, just back there. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, they're breaking up. And we're like, what? <laughs> oh, man. So oh, man. pretty devastating day for that kid. So what? this is the Nuttles woodpecker. This little oh yeah, gorgeous. black and white guy. So yeah, we didn't get the best look at him, um, but we saw him a little bit at the end. Yes. I love that That's little... That's how you spell um, it? Yeah. Nuttles. Oh, yeah. Straight, right? Weird. Yeah, I like so, yeah, the so sort of like zebra pattern or whatever of his feathers. Yeah. So like as I mentioned, unless you're looking at a flicker, um, all the woodpeckers you're going to see in America are typically black, white, and red in some fashion. So... Um, we can sort of see this guy's got the black and white spots and the stripes and that little uh, sort of red stripe on the top of his head like the uh, bad gremlin from Gremlins. Uh, <laughs> so you've seen Gremlins, right, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. So we had a guest last time who had not even heard of Gremlins, which was very weird. weird. Yeah. It seems like it's a real um, cultural touchstone of like, don't give them water after midnight or whatever. Don't, doesn't everybody know that stuff? That just I know no. that's. Oh, you didn't no, know that I know, one? I know that part, but I've never okay. seen it. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's not don't give them water after midnight. Don't feed them after midnight. Just don't, don't ever them. let them get don't wet. Don't get them wet. Yeah, no, don't, don't get, get them, them wet. wet. Don't Got show it. them sunlight. Don't feed them after midnight. Uh, they can't be in the sun? What are you supposed to do with those They can't things? be in the sun. If they go in the sun, they burn up like vampires. Oh. Yeah, that's what a why weird... I Malibu never happened. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you supposed to do with them then? You just leave them in the, you just leave them in the shade. They can, they can be fine, but... It's interesting that they're not supposed to be awake at night, but they can't be in the sun. Very weird stuff. Are they toys? Like, what are you supposed to do with them? They're like a pet. It's like having a little pet. That you can't take it. Okay. It's so weird that we were all, like, put in front of gremlins. Like, why does it even exist? It's so bizarre. It's also a very (laughs) violent movie that was, I think, marketed mostly as a kid's movie. Because I saw it as, like, a five-year-old. Yeah, it's, like, scary. I think of it as a horror movie, for sure. Yeah. It 100% is. People die. There's blood. I loved it when I was five. I was like, this rules. Give me more. Yeah. Who is it? Gizmo? Is Gizmo Gizmo, the main guy? Gizmo's the main guy. Stripe is the main villain in the first one. I don't believe the other ones are named, the other four gremlins, but uh, yeah. Good movies. The original original one was apparently very dark. At some point, the gremlins like kill the dog and like kill like members of his family. The mom (laughs) gets her head cut off with a sword. Okay, spoilers. Creepy. Yeah. Weird stuff. Um, I think on this podcast we talk about movies a lot, but we only talk about the same three movies. <laughs> yeah. This is we brought up Gremlins before. Yeah, Gremlins, Euro Trip, and yeah, what a weird festival that would be. Uh, <laughs> Those woodpeckers are cool. They're so weird that they just peck wood all day. Are they pecking yeah. wood to try to get in and eat something, or do they just like the sound? What are they doing? No, no, so they're getting in there to do stuff. Uh, typically, they're either eating little wood fibers or there's little grubs that are in there. So there's a purpose yeah. behind it. Um, some woodpeckers like live in holes in trees, so that pecking is very helpful to sort of build that. And we talked about this before. So woodpeckers are very important for the ecosystem because there are a lot of birds that are called second cavity nesters. Do you have any idea what that might mean? Second cavity nesters. They nest within something else? I don't know. So they, they are the second occupants of that nest. So woodpeckers will carve out their nests, and when they leave, other smaller or different bird species will move in after them and take over. Oh. So they are like a really helpful. They're like the developers of the, um, uh-huh. of the bird industry. You know, they're fighting against affordable housing. They're jacking up the rents, and then they're moving out. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big gentrifiers. 
yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah. landlords. They're like, you come by and you're like, hey, I think there's a leak. And it's like, there's no leak. And then like you look and they paint it over a cockroach. It's a whole... <laughs> yeah, no, you're a shady bird. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, that sounds like what a British person would say as a compliment to a woman. <laughs> oh, you're a real shady bird, aren't you? Another confident bird. He wasn't, wasn't yeah. really hiding. Another confident bird. Yeah. Ryan's really telling on himself here with how confident he sees these birds as. I see these birds as really confident, guys. So okay. we saw the robin. What do you think about the robin? The robin was cool because we saw him, he had a big worm in his mouth and he was shaking his head around yeah. and the worm was shaking and it really felt like, oh, we're seeing him in nature doing the thing, you know? Yeah, because it wasn't um, just like, he had like a big clump of dirt like with a worm wrapped around it sort of. He was yeah. like really raw in there. Yeah, it was it was wild. And he was really close, sort of just on the ground beneath the trees, which is yeah. I guess where you get the worms. But um, but he also looked like a pretty, a pretty bird. I liked his sort of... Uh, uh, was kind of like orangey chest yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. the restaurant Red Robin gets its name from the American Robin. It's an orange color, but a lot of times orange in nature or like that sort of rusty brown is referred mm-hmm. to as red. You see that a lot in like livestock will refer to like that sort of red, orange, brown as right. like red um, cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he has that sort of rusty red stomach, the gray back, and then like a cool like white circle, almost like he's in kiss around his eyes, <laughs> um, which is really cool. Yeah, super confident bird. Really, just like really confident. <laughs> Big, happy, confident bird. Speaking of happy, confident, you know that robins like to get drunk? No. What are they What are they drinking? They eat honeysuckle berries. So they eat a lot of fruit in the fall and the wintertime. Um, we saw them eating a, a, you know, a worm today, but they're also big fruit guys. And when they eat exclusively honeysuckle berries, they will sometimes get drunk off of them. Wow. Which I think is really oh, cool. Wow. So... Robins like to party. <laughs> and is that because the berries have like natural alcohol or is it something about I the guess. way their I, body this processes is something I'm it or just something? Looking at. Uh... Hmm. These birds got it figured out, man. It might be a good idea to have a simpler brain, but you all you have to do is like smell flowers and eat and drink. I mean, that sounds fantastic. Okay, so yeah, yeah so that's here's the, the they have ethanol in them, is the thing. Hmm. So um, they have eight eight hundred parts per million ethanol by wet weight, which is not a term I like. <laughs> I don't like that yeah. about wet weight. Uh uh-uh. What is that? I don't know. It sounds like a me- you know like medical terms for like poop are like always so much grosser than the word poop. That sort of feels mm. like yeah, wait what? Some, you know like feces waste. <laughs> oh, medical um, term. What do you think I said? Medical. Metal. Metal. <laughs> That's metal, man. Maybe yeah. wet mate, wet weight means like um the fruit with all the juice, but not the actual like the fibers of the yeah. yeah yeah yeah. That makes sense. I was, Thank you for having an actual I was answer, thinking Ryan. when you say like she wear she weighs ninety pounds soaking wet like <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I don't think that's right. If yeah. you drop it in water, it's gonna be that's their way. <laughs> oh wet yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we saw the bird eating the uh, worm in the morning. As we know that term, the early bird gets the worm. They actually do eat more earthworms in the morning and more fruit later in the day. And the oldest American robin was 13 years and 11 months old, so almost 14. So Not bad. Wow. They live pretty long lives. Jess, what did you think about the robin? Um, I loved it. It was so cute. And it kind of um, scurries away like a quail. What? Yeah. Sorry. What are you so upset about? <laughs> Sometimes they eat shrews on rare occasions. That seems too big. 
Shrews. Is that a mouse? Yeah, it's like a little it's like a little blind looking mouse. I'll share my screen again. Blind uh, looking? He looks like he looks like a blind the blind mouse from uh that lives in the church. Or maybe he's not blind, but remember that church mouse from Robin Hood? He kinda looks like that. Does he wear a little sunglasses? Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, he's got sunglasses he's got sunglasses, he's playing the he's playing the piano. Oh. Yeah, which this seems Cute. too big. Like look at that seems too big for a Robin. That seems Yeah. I don't know. Fine. I mean, it says rare, so maybe it's like it was seen once, but. Or maybe like little ones. Why you know the how tiny like... shrew will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the shrew on Joe Rogan. He's talking about mushrooms. <laughs> Actually, you only need four hours of sleep a day. <laughs> your body only needs like one gram of fiber to get through. You just, you, as long as you're eating steak and cheese, you're fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> as long as you eat steak and cheese, you're healthy. You guys have yes! seen right? like the, the guys that are like, uh, their whole diet is just yes. like raw meat and raw cheese. Yes. I and followed butter. a guy on TikTok for a while and who's, I think his name was like the beef eater, the butter. And he's like, a, he, he's like, I'm an athlete and I train really hard and all I yeah. eat is beef and butter. And he'll like, he'll be like, are you at the airport and you feel like you can't get a good meal? Just bring your little burgers. And he had just like <laughs> cold burgers that he had cooked. And he just like eats a uh, like, like a bit of ground meat? beef, but then also like a stick of butter. Just eats yeah. it like it's a. Oh, Those kind it of really made me gross. A lot on my Instagram feed for some reason, and it's, mm-hmm. and you're it's a always like, yeah, and it's always like, this is what I order when I go to Chili's. I get a single patty, and I <laughs> ask if they can put it. They can cook it only in butter, and it, when they say no, I get upset and I leave, and it's like. <laughs> Maybe you should so expensive. Out. You're going to Chili's. That's going to be an expensive burger patty. I know. It's, yeah. And they just want like an a la carte patty and like four strips of bacon. And it's like, see, we can still have fun. That feels like legally you, no, you can't, can't be allowed to give them that. Like, as, like as for like a public right. health thing. Right, right. You're being too weird. So I don't know why, but you have to leave. You have to get out of here. So that TikTok guy you follow, Ryan, I imagine he has to spend a lot of time editing out the sound of his heartbeat from uh, all of his videos, right? Just, yeah. Just dun, 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 dun. Well, and he's like really fit. He's like a distance runner or something like oh, that. Wow. Like one of those guys. So it's like, well, maybe it's not the diet. Maybe it's just that you burn every calorie you eat no matter what. You know, yeah. maybe it's. Yeah. But I, what do I know? I definitely am not a dietitian. And they yeah. they all insist that they've never felt better and they've never in be- been be- in better health and their doctors right. even say so and it's right questionable. Well, yeah. there was that doctor that was like Trump is the most fit man I've ever seen, which yeah. <laughs> doctors can lie sometimes. Yeah. I I went to the doctor recently and they were like doing the um, stethoscope on my back to like hear my lungs yeah. or whatever, and I yeah. had like just smoked weed that morning and I like <laughs> smoke weed pretty regularly, you know. They're like your lungs sound cool, man. <laughs> your lungs are sick no that she was like your lungs actually sound like perfect and i was like that can't be right (laughs) like like i'm glad that it that it sounds good back there but like it can't be perfect i gotta get a new doctor (laughs) that's what i thought i was like okay well any diagnosis i get here is they're just being nice i guess i don't know yeah Wow. Okay. So, um, as we know, birds like to do fun little dances to attract mates and like get, you know, get them excited and stuff. And they do this little thing where they will sort of, um, they'll sing and then raise and spread their tails, sort of like a little fan. And then they'll shake their wings and inflate their throats. I've seen that. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, just a video, not in person. Okay. Isn't it funny that 
I when I see a bird do a dance like that, I think it's funny that we're the exact same. Like we do that, but it's just like at a club. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But we think we're like cool and whatever. And it's like, no, we're literally doing a dance to attract yeah. a mate in the exact same way that a bird brain is. Music is just like what woodpeckers do, man. It's, it's all the same. I think the equivalent for Dewey is improv show. He gets yes. up there, he does his little improv. He's hoping right. somebody in the audience yes. can see that. As the listeners know, Jess and I met when I was doing an improv show. She watched me throw out my back in two consecutive improv shows. Uh, and I'm still was like, yeah, this guy. I gotta help this guy. I, this guy needs help. <laughs> One of which was when I was doing that shirtless improv show. So whenever we'd go off the back line, it would go like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like stick to the wall a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) Oh, improv. That feeling is gross. I'm whenever my skin sticks to anything, like my first thought is like, uh, my second thought is I hope nobody saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even how it's like Spider-Man natural, but... not constantly just like yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> the texture, the texture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like spikies that come out of their hands. Right. And right. Then, yeah. yeah. He's probably not imagine that on Rick. Yeah. Could not do it. Probably not. Mm-mm. Uh, that's how, by the way, how cow tongues, cow tongues are barbed like cat tongues. Mm. I was licked by my Ew. cow once and it felt crazy. It was like rough. He had like road rash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you As still have cows? Obviously not in your no. apartment in LA. So, but. Yeah. Once I, once I went to college, all my animals were sold. So I sold, mm. I sold them all off. But yeah, so I had sheep. And then at one point I had 20 goats in my backyard that I had bred. And then I had one heifer that I raised named Gwen. Um, I was supposed to work with her every day, so she was super calm. And I worked with her three times, and she <laughs> took complete control of me. I couldn't do anything. Uh, she dragged me around the ring. And is this something that your like family did, or are you saying you raised them like you did it, and your parents let you, but they didn't My really help? My sister started doing it. My dad grew up in an agricultural area, but didn't raise livestock. My mom didn't raise livestock, but like grew up around like cowboy people. Um, so like all the ag kids in her school, um, mm-hmm. so it sort of converged one day when my sister brought home a 4-H flyer from, um, school and was like, Hey, I want to raise sheep. So my, we started doing that. My dad insisted on naming all of them. So she was <laughs> like, this is my sheep Demeter named after the goddess of, of the harvest from Greek mythology. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool. fun. Um, so yeah, so fun. then she would do sheep. And then, so when I got of age, which is nine, when you're nine, you're allowed to start. I would do sheep, and then when I got into high school, I started raising goats that I would breed. So I bred a bunch of goats, and then mm. in my senior year of high school, I raised a heifer who I, I've mentioned this before, maybe not in the podcast, but literally kicked my ass one time. Mm-hmm. We used like a show stick to like calm them down, so it's like the stick with a little like hook at the end that you scratch their belly with. Mm. And I was walking back to her pen, and I dropped the stick. And thank God I'm alive. If I had gone the other angle, it could have gone way worse. But I bent over to pick it up, and of course you're not supposed to be near the back of a cow or they'll kick you. So she literally kicked my ass, and my asshole was numb for, like, five mm. minutes. Oh, ouch. Which was, yeah, that was not fun. How, thank God it wasn't my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God you're alive for it, for sure. Yeah. How big did she get? She was about, I'd say just under 2,000 pounds, probably like 1,400, 1,500. Whoa. So, like, Whoa. a full-size well, cause she, heifer, yeah, cause cow, whatever. Too. So I raised her as a replacement heifer. So the idea is that you get a heifer, you get it bred, and then somebody buys it so they're buying a heifer and their baby. Mm. So I raised her for, like, a year, which was uh, While she was pregnant? 
while she was pregnant. Well, for the fr- I helped get her pregnant, which was awful. Uh, not awful. For her, it was fine. One of my goats, I had to hold while they were mounted. She by loved it. She loved it. <laughs> well, she didn't get bred the fun way. The, we stick, we like they they get them like horny, then they like stick a, a straw in their um, yeah. vagina and then like release the semen. Um, so like they put on like the big like arm length glove, and right. they stick it in like their anus, and then like they get another glove and they put it in the vagina, and it's uh, not Crazy. not yeah, it's, it's weird stuff. Uh, yeah. There's so yeah. much stuff that I talk about like it's normal and people are like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> right. about? Like Right. I feel like we've all seen like one gross video like that. Yeah, right. You know what you're saying. Yeah. But like I have friends who've like bought semen via auction online. Um, I mean I myself have bought semen so there's a weird there's some weird stuff out there. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I've delivered baby goats um, from their <laughs> mothers. Um, one of my goats oh, had look. five babies in one day. Which is horrifying. Uh, and you like delivered as in like you were the delivery doctor kind Pulling of? Pulling them out, yep. Wow. Pulling them out. One of them got stuck. I had, to, I had to get help with that. It was not fun. Wild. So, That's yeah. like such a real, the nexus of like real life. That's crazy. Yeah. And now I don't remember how to do any of it. If there's an apocalypse, I have no skills. Uh, <laughs> unless someone needs an in- improviser, in which case. <laughs> nobody does. Nobody yeah, give does. me. <laughs> nobody, nobody's an <laughs> improviser now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, nobody pays us. And it's fine. We don't need it. We love it. Uh, any other thoughts on the Robin before we move on? No, he was good. Awesome. Well, Ryan, there were some birds you wanted to see ahead of time. Do you remember what birds those were? Um, I think I sent over a picture of like the yellow. Was it a parakeet or a parrot or something like so that? So you wanted to see, yeah. So you wanted to see the bush tit, uh, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about again. A very common choice because we keep booking fucking comedians. I know, uh, and <laughs> I as soon as you told me that, I was like, of course, of course. Uh, so, yeah, so we got the the bush tit. The um, you wanted to see the um, lesser goldfinch, which is a pretty common one, and then the uh-huh. common yellow throat. I really just thought those were funny that they have like uh, names that are sort of like negatively descriptive. Yeah. This is one of the lesser goldfinch yeah. and eh, common yeah. yellow throat. Like yeah. those were they feel judgmental. So the re- do you know why it's called lesser? No. It's the smallest goldfinch. Of like all the goldfinches in the world, it's one of the smallest. It's very cute. Um, the pre- last guest that saw it wanted to put it in her mouth. Uh, <laughs> and then, it's uh, like the a little teacup. Teacup yeah. goldfinch. Yeah. The common <laughs> yellow thread. I wish we could have seen. They're very cute. They have that sort of raccoon mask. Um, mm-hmm. Their their face looks a lot like those anthropomorphic flowers in the um, in uh, Alice in Wonderland that sing and talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the bush tit. And it's crazy that we saw none of these. Um, it the is. The bush tit's incredibly common in L.A. and, like, in the country. So is the lesser goldfinch. Yellowthroat was a stretch, but it's wild we didn't see these. I know. I was as I should have planned out our, our walk through the gardens <laughs> better because some of it is, like you said, very peopled, and then some yeah. of it is a little bit more, like, dense nature. And I, I didn't think of that enough. Well, no, maybe, it, was still, it was still a beautiful walk regardless. So what drew you to these birds, Ryan? Um, these birds, I mean, I like the colors, of course, um, and I also picked ones that kind of, uh, that I had seen and thought, oh, we'll probably see these, because they looked like somewhat common birds, Yeah, you know? And you, you, in theory, were right, so. Good, good. Yeah, I appreciate that, thank you. My, um, someone just got here that is, like, mowing the lawn outside, so I apologize if the audio is crazy. No worries, it's fine. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, because we've been lucky in the podcast that I ask people ahead of time to tell me what birds they want to see so we can talk about it. And they've been picking very common birds, which is very nice and helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just the one time it didn't work out, but we saw a bunch of bulbuls. So it's a weird. <laughs> I did see one of those uh, on the on the app, too, that it said like the blue heron or whatever. And I was like, yeah, oh, that'd be cool because it's a, yeah. a big sort of uh, prehistoric looking bird. <laughs> so I yeah, was like, that'd be cool. They're but. pretty weird looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Ryan, of the birds we saw today, what was your favorite? Well, I'm big into confidence. I'm big into a confident bird. I love a sexy, confident bird. Um, I would say yeah, the I. Staff did you t- the staff did tell you at some point you had to stop yelling about the sexy bird, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was I knew I knew there were signs, and I just I didn't I didn't follow the, the rules. Um, yeah, I would so say don't step on the plants, don't sexualize the birds. The, the... Yeah, yeah, the birds do not like to be sexualized. Um, I like the, I think I like the woodpecker. It's funny to see them in real life just because they're such a cartoon bird to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and it was great to see them in real life. Yeah. And I said before, like on the podcast, we see them all the time. We never see them pecking wood. This time we actually did see them peck the wood a little bit, which is very Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time on the podcast we've talked about the Nuttles woodpecker. Typically we're seeing an acorn woodpecker. So... And what does that one look like? He's more... I'll show you. I mentioned before on the on the podcast, looks like he's wearing a little tuxedo and a red yarmulke. But, uh, Is he like the classic Woody the Woodpecker, like a blue body and the red hat? Not really. So most woodpeckers are black instead of blue. But hmm. uh, let me hold on. Let me the, hold on. The more classic woodpecker would be like the pelated woodpecker. I'll show you hmm. that too. But uh, hmm. don't laugh at me, Jess. I'm not a clown. Uh <laughs> So this is the acorn woodpecker. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So as a, there is with an acorn. Crazy looking guy with the eye and the, yeah. Yeah. And so here's the one that I was talking about that was more like the woody woodpeckers, the pelated woodpecker. So like this sort of. Oh, yeah. That's your classic. Little taller, yeah. little bigger head, stronger neck, better peck strength, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a. So, yeah, like I mentioned, like, all the woodpeckers you're going to see, they're black, white, and red, except for... Sorry, I'm just going to Google birds for you now. Uh, the northern flicker, which we didn't get to see. So, this guy's really cool. We'll see them mm. in L.A. sometimes. But this is also a woodpecker. But it's the only woodpecker that feeds primarily on the ground. So, instead of pecking wood, they'll peck anthills. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. This is really cool. So, keep your eyes peeled for this guy. We've seen him a lot at the other spots we've gone to. Um, but, yeah. Jess, what was your favorite bird we saw today? I really like the robin. What you like about the really robin? Cute. It was really cute. It was nice to see a little bit more up close. It's fun to see it um, eating a little worm. And then yeah, it was fun. We literally got around. to see the early bird eating a worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like great. Like the stereotypical early bird. Yeah, just really cute. It was and also the one that running. sort of stayed around the most. You know, like yeah. I felt like mm-hmm. I would look at him and then they'd fly away or, or whatever. Yeah. And he was really kind of on display for us for a little while. Yeah, it's fun to see some birds are so skittish and will go, like, immediately running away, but there are also so many birds that are just, like, little show-offs. Like, there was a time where, uh, on our previous episode, Jess and I were at the river trying to, like, um, spot a different bird, and this one hummingbird kept, like, bombing us for attention. Hmm. Like, like, kept coming in front of our faces to make sure we looked at it, which was really fun. That's cute. cute. I love it. Yeah. What was your favorite, Dewey? I think seeing that bulbul, I've always wanted to see one because they're so weird looking. And I know that they're like sort of hard to come upon in certain parts of L.A. So it's cool not only to see it, but to see so many of them and get some good shots. Um, so it's always fun for me to see a new guy. So that was really fun. Very cool. Um, so we have a final question for you, Ryan. It's okay mm-hmm. if the answer is no. 
would you go birding again? Yes. I was just going to say that I, I feel like I, I dipped my toe in and I'm excited to like have a little bit more awareness around the birds around me as I'm just out and about, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, I'd love to go to a, another birding place. That's maybe a little bit, uh, lighter on the people and heavier on the birds really get sure, the full yeah, experience. Totally. Yeah. There's plenty of those around LA. Again, we talked about this. LA has the surprising amount of green space. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's way more than you'd expect. Um, totally. It's really fun. Yeah. Tons of great nature. I mean, the sun's out all the time, so everything is growing. Everything is verdant and, and nice. And yeah, Ooh, that's I, a good word. I don't always think of it that way, but it is. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, well, that brings us about to the end of our podcast. So Ryan, <clears throat> do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah. Yeah. You can check out my podcast, the man dog pod. It's my friend Dan Lippert and I, and we have a lot of uh, funny people from the comedy community come on and we do improv comedy and just conversations and lots of fun over there. And then my other group, my sketch group is called Big Grande and we do everything through our website, biggrandewebsite.com. And we do like <laughs> improv and sketch and, you know, online videos. And um, you can catch us at the UCB Theater. We're there at the last Sunday of every month, I think. Um, and tomorrow we're actually doing a live teacher's lounge, which is our podcast, um, at the theater. So that should be really fun. Awesome. Yeah. I recommend both of those. I'm a big fan of teacher's lounge. Um, man dog pod is very fun. So definitely check both of those out. Oh, thank Um, you. Just make sure you listen to ours first, uh, listen to this podcast and then listen to those too. Um, we need the views more than they do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my big plug is, is birder. I barely know her. That's my big plug, but they're already listening (laughs) to it. Oh my God, Ryan, that is so nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. Mm. Uh, Jess, do you have anything to plug? Mm. I very rarely do. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. You can honestly skip over my plug part. (laughs) You know, someone, when they, sometimes when people do our show, they'll like, I don't have anything to plug, but check this thing out or whatever. Or like, um, they'll use it the time to like say something important. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I should do see, that instead of go like, happen. check out my new poster. Or I know Dewey is going to plug Sila. So I can't plug Sila. <clears throat> yeah. And then you I don't plug really Sila. Have... I'll plug, I'll plug something else. Oh, okay. What are you going to plug? I'm not going to tell you cause it's not my turn yet. <laughs> okay. Then I plug Sila. Okay, oh yeah. Tell me about, about at length before. <laughs> I don't know. Do we, <laughs> <laughs> I can We've plug talked it. about just... it a bunch. Yeah, it's a, it's um, our it's our go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's our neighborhood homeless coalition skip. here. Okay, what? No, just skip me. <laughs> so yeah, okay, then I'll I'll go to my plug. So first, I'm gonna plug Sela. So again, it's our neighborhood homelessness um, coalition. So we're a little community organization. Um, we have different events, but our big one is our Saturday supper where we provide meals and showers and clothes to our unhoused neighbors. So feel free to volunteer for that. Check out Sela NHC. There you go. NHC. I keep doing NHS, which is the British National Healthcare System. Sela um, <laughs> NHC.org for volunteer stuff. Come out, hang out with me on Saturdays. Or maybe you're an actor. Maybe you don't do anything on Tuesdays. We got Tuesday stuff to do in the middle of the day. We got Sunday stuff to do. Look at the various volunteer things that you can do. What's on I'm Tuesday? Also pl- Tuesday they have the um, Echo Park stuff. Oh. Um, and then once again, I'm going to plug this podcast. If you had fun listening to this podcast and you thought, wow, that's a really good podcast. If I enjoyed this, my friends would enjoy it. Feel free to share us. Feel free to 
if you got nothing else to do, if you're at work and you're like, I can't look at Twitter again, I got to look like I'm doing something, <laughs> type up some reviews. Maybe make some fake accounts and say, this is a good podcast, five stars, whatever you want. Um, review us on iTunes, Spotify. Right now we have 11 Spotify followers. We'd like some more. We don't need more. We don't need this validation. But if you were, if you were so <laughs> kind begging. as to deliver, we're not begging. We're not on our knees. I'm on my, I'm on my butt. I'm in a chair. You don't beg <laughs> on your butt. No, you're perfectly respectable. Perfectly respectable on my ass. So again, uh, feel free to leave some reviews. But if not, who cares? We don't need you. we don't need you pigs um, <laughs> anyway. That'll get them. That'll really have them <laughs> help you. Ryan, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, and thank I'm you gonna, for taking me birding. I really appreciate it too. Thanks. I'm gonna leave everybody with a 